Matthew. Huh? Okay, I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you, and what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How you doing? I said, how you doing? What's going on in your sporting world? We'd love to hear from you. Whatever you're doing, whatever you got, whatever you get, you got, bring it in. Let's get heard at the toll-free line at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Keep it going, y'all. To the beat, y'all. Also around the world, we are on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to have you with us, wherever you are listening. Um, 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea, dare I say uh, AWACS uh, overhead uh, as well. You can get in that way and get heard as well. We're here for you. Also um, on your television set. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider. You want to get in that way uh, as well. We hear for you. It's just, it's sports talk, is what it is. And I know that uh, we get into the entertainment field uh, one way or another. Um, we're always here for you. And uh, it's just such a kinder, gentler network nowadays. Um, we're going to start off the show with our friend Mickey Sudo. She, of course, uh, many times has won the uh, Nathan's Coney Island 4th of July hot dog eating contest. She's Prager's, so she can't do it, but we'll talk about it. We also have an attorney to talk about the NIL starting today. We already have college players making their own logos and selling them. Sal Barry, Mr. Hockey, will check in with us in the second hour, as will Jeff Spring. Mr. Spring! And we'll also have comedian, reality TV star, former tennis player, Hannah Burner, Phil the Burn. She's at Helium Philly, and we'll talk to Hannah. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on, Becky. 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thanks for that. And uh, welcome back to the uh, program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show professional professional eater Mickey Sudo. And, uh, of course, uh, many times over the champion at the 4th of July Nathan's hot dog eating contest out there 
in Coney Island, which is uh, coming up, uh, obviously. And uh, Mickey joins us again. And uh, Mickey, you are not participating this year, but for it's it's for a very good reason, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, so I will not be back for the first time in eight years, I guess, uh, to you know, reclaim the women's championship belt because I'm expecting my first child with my fiancé, Nick Weary, who's actually competing on the guy's side. So uh, I'm expecting a child at the end of July. So sitting out of the competition, but I will definitely be there, glued to the action as the uh, newest commentator in the booth with Mike Golick Jr. and Richard Shea. So I get to weigh in on the women's contest and kind of give a play-by-play, which is super exciting. Yeah, congratulations, first of all. It's very exciting for you and Nick. And uh, I guess people just take the assumption that two great eaters get together, that you're going to create this child is going to be the greatest eater of all time with the genes on both sides. <laughs> yeah, you know, he might have the, the ability, but uh, we're going to encourage him to do everything but uh, prohibit him from uh, competitive eating and bodybuilding. Those are the two things you know, Nick having uh, competed in bodybuilding for many years and us both being competitive eaters, we've seen like the tougher, not so glamorous sides of all those things. So we encourage him to do many things, but not allowed to do do those too. Do you kind of also think, and and I don't know if this ever occurred to you as well, but after all the eating and after all the the kind of punishment you put your body through that you're like, okay, I can get pregnant. Everything's normal. We're cool here. I mean, you know, honestly, I didn't see this coming, but I couldn't, we're, we're just, I don't know. It was a surprise in all the best ways. Um, you know, I guess it's just kind of a testament to, you know, I'm taking better care of myself than ever, and I don't think I would be having a, a smooth, completely uneventful pregnancy at 35 um, if, I, if I weren't healthy. So, so far, everything's great. Um, and, you know, Nick likes to remind people, you know, competitive eating is not the healthiest thing, but, you know, 365 days a year, you know, we don't smoke, we don't drink, you know, all of that. Like, when, you know, it's, it's kind of just like balancing your vices, I guess. So even competitive eating is all in moderation. And uh, otherwise, we eat healthy and, you know, have pretty, pretty healthy, normal, boring lives. And I would think, too, maybe contrastly, you can say because of that and because you've uh, put your body to the test, in fact, maybe your body is much, much tougher than the normal human body when it comes to this type of thing. That could be the case. I definitely think I'm more aware of what I put, you know, put my body through and what I put into my body. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a balancing act. You know, obviously we don't eat dozens of hot dogs on a daily basis. Um, you know, we live off a lot of produce, fresh produce, lean proteins. Um, so, yeah, just being mindful and taking care of yourself the majority of the time allows us to, you know, splurge, so to speak, and, and compete and have fun. You know, when I think about all the things that you've done uh, in your career, I mean, you name it, wings, tacos, shrimp, uh, birthday cake, what was the one time where maybe you started to gag and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I might be choking here? Um, I wasn't because I was choking. Um, You know, I've never felt, uh, you know, in peril for that, but uh, I I, I have a phobia of oysters is what I'm getting at, but Mm. I was... Was given the opportunity to go compete in an oyster eating championship in Topher, Ireland, at this gorgeous castle. Um, so I kind of just put my phobia aside and took a trip and went to compete. And it was only a three minute contest, but I have to tell you, from the very first second, I thought I might lose it because um, I'm scared of oysters. 
but I, I kind of <laughs> got through my fear. I, would, I wouldn't say I got over it, but I got through my fear for those three minutes and, uh, and held it together and had no reversals of fortune. It was the closest I ever came to it. So. <laughs> so I have to ask, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Mickey Sudo, Nathan's uh, original hot dogs out there on Coney Island. Um, I went there once, but I, I went there in December. I was six months off. Um, but uh, it, it, this really opens up the field. If I think about, you know, Sonia Thomas, uh, is she going to participate? Who are some of the people who are thinking, I got to take advantage of this pregnancy here? Oh, gosh. I actually tweeted, no one would be more excited than myself if Sonia just just unexpectedly made a return to Coney Island in uh, in three days. Um yeah, she kind of she kind of left the competition abruptly in uh, I want to say 2017, 2018, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and we haven't seen her back. Um, but Michelle Lesko has taken second place every year that she's competed, so she's the favorite going into it. She did not compete in twenty twenty um, last year because Arizona had travel bans, um, so she wasn't going to make it to the contest in time. But every year that Michelle has competed, uh, she's gotten second place since Sonia left. Um, she's obviously the favorite going into this, but with that said, her numbers have been kind of topped off at around 28. Um, Sarah Reinecke's numbers have steadily gone up. Again, we haven't seen her since 2019, but she's hit 20, and then she's hit 17 in her first year, 21, and then 23. So she kind of continues that trend and hits like a 25, 26. Um, she has a good day. Michelle has a bad day. There's a, possible for, a possibility for an upset, so we'll see. You know what? It's um, also, as I mentioned, you know, national TV, ESPN. What What is that like when you, you know, you're eating nonstop? Is it in your mind that you have millions of people watching you or you just have to block that out of your head? Um, yeah, so in a normal year, I would have said I kind of block out the crowd and I feed off the energy. But for the most part, I try to go to like my hot dog happy place where I'm just very, very tranquil, despite what's going on around me. Um, that all changed last year, right? Because we didn't have that crowd's energy to feed off of. Yeah. So I really had to keep reminding myself, there are still millions, possibly, of people. I mean, 1.8 million households, I think, was the last number that I saw. Um, there's still a whole lot of people cheering us on. I just can't see them. So what's weird is, like, in a normal year, while I might tune it out, or actually, like, just turn down the volume, Last year, I really amped it up in my mind to, to keep me motivated because we were competing for cameras for you know, a closed media room only. So I had to remind myself that there were people out there. They were you know, just screaming at their TVs, and I couldn't hear them. <laughs> and then finally, on the men's side, I think it was about 10 years ago, I had Joey Cheston on the show, and he had won like three in a row at that time. And he was a, you know, he's a Bay Area guy from San Jose State University. And now he's, you know, 14 uh, contests. He's won 13 of them. Uh, is, is there any reason in the world not to bet on Joey again? <laughs> I mean, the odds could be so ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> he wouldn't get paid anything. Um, I think smart money is on Joey. Um, whether those bets pay off in any sort of way, I, I don't know. I haven't looked into the that's, uh, that's beyond <laughs> my, my scope. But, uh, yeah, Joey's a pretty safe bet. But with that said, you know, he's he's a average he's a regular person with some supernatural abilities um you know there's a chance for something to go wrong um he uh even kobayashi what um was i think one technically won the contest one year reversed and because of like a technicality was actually given the title so there's always a chance that you know joey pushes himself 
just slightly harder than his body allows him to. Um, there's that. And also, I was never counting Vidi out because I, I think back to 2017, I want to say, I was losing to Sonia Thomas with like two minutes to go. And, um, you know, I made a comeback, obviously, in the final two. So it's not over till it's over. And I wouldn't, I would never, I would never as a guy competing, right, um, go into that event saying, oh, I'm just competing for second place. You should always go in with a winning mindset. Um, cause why, why would you, why would you defeat yourself before that countdown even begins? You know, then Joey's just gotten to you and he will take it. No doubt. I know you got to run. It's Mickey Sudo, Nathan's Coney Island, 4th of July hot dog eating contest, ESPN. Mickey, congratulations. Best of luck with the uh, baby and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. I'm, great. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 what do you think of that? 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Let's give him something to talk about. How about sports? Sports, sports. That's dumb. All right, uh, come on in. What you got? This is what we're all here for. By the way, coming up in the uh, next segment, we will uh, talk a little NIL. Is that the National Instructional League? No, that's name, image, likeness. Aha. Starting today, you can actually make some money if you are a college athlete. What do you think of that? How is that going to work? Well, this is why we're going to have a lawyer come in. Ew, lawyer. I know. Give him a break. <laughs> lawyer, he'll explain everything to us. Don't worry. He won't, he won't sue anyone. I, I don't think he's going to sue anyone. But uh, we'll find out what's going on with that. But, uh, you know, I was watching this report that the University of Wisconsin quarterback, um, Graham, what's his face? <laughs> I'm so on it. Graham Mertz, that's it. Graham Mertz created this logo that looks very much like the um, the Tiger Woods TW or maybe a little bit like the GameCube. He just created his own logo. And he's like, there it is, you know. And that's a guy who made a splash that when he came on the scene, he, what did he throw, like five touchdown passes and zero picks in his first game. So... Um, if you are a, uh, a badger, you might be excited about Graham Mertz and maybe buying some Graham Mertz merch. Ha ha. Maybe he should change his name to Graham Merch. Hey, it's happened before. Joe Thiesman changed his pronunciation to Thiesman because he thought it would help him win the Heisman. I've never brought that up when I've had Joe on the show because I don't want him to get mad at me. But uh, also, uh, Spencer Rattler, who should be at Florida A&M, the Rattlers. But he is the Oklahoma quarterback, and he is the favorite preseason, according to William Hill Sportsbook, to win the Heisman Trophy. And uh, why wouldn't you think that? And Lincoln Riley's offense, when he got a Heisman for Baker Mayfield and for Kyler Murray, two transfers, by the way. But Spencer Rattler announced today that uh, he has his own logo. Excuse me. And um, 
It's actually a pretty cool logo. <laughs> it's a uh, it's an S and an R, but the S, the top of it is like a rattlesnake head, mouth open, fangs ready to bite, and then the bottom of the S is a rattle, not a baby rattle, but um, a rattle like a rattlesnake. And he tweeted out, "I am excited for the opportunities." ahead with name, image, and likeness. This is a great new era for college athletes. At the same time, we must continue to prioritize academics and athletics. I am focused on my grades and growing on the field in hopes of bringing a national championship to Norman. We as players must use our platform in this new NIL opportunity to do good in the world. I will donate a part of any earnings I receive to help undeserved, sorry, underserved people and underserved communities. The time is N colon O-W. Why would he spell now that way? Any ideas, Dom? Spelled the time is now, N colon O-W. Nothing? I don't know, because I know sometimes these kids today, they'll use a number three for an E. You know, they think that's kind of cool. It drives me crazy. The funny thing is, in the tweet, and he has his logo on it, there's a cool picture of him, like, celebrating after a touchdown, and he's holding the ball. But then there's another picture of him without his helmet, and it's one of the dopiest-looking pictures. He's kind of like, huh? But maybe that's his natural look. I shouldn't make fun of him. But um, listen... I kid, it's very nice that he says he's going to be giving money to charity because it can be a weird look if you're like, I'm cashing in, baby. And plus, I think that, um, you know, people, they get a little bit more philanthropic. And I could be wrong about this, and I'm generalizing, but when you're really young, you're like, hey, let's help out those people. Or then when you're really old, it's like, hey, let's help out those people. When you're in your 30s and 40s, you're like, hey, I got to pay some bills here. I don't really, I, I can't worry about it. Good luck to you. Thanks. But as I said, today is the day, July 1st. They can receive money from the fame that they have gained on the field. And the NCAA announced temporary measures today for the players and states without the NIL laws to do the same. By the way, if you're wondering who the Heisman Trophy um, preseason candidates uh, are, or favorites, I should say, Rattler is the favorite. Uh, second is the quarterback at Clemson, DJ Ugalele. Uh Alabama's Bryce Young, Georgia's JT Daniels, and North Carolina's Sam Howell. So as this uh, day uh, hit midnight, it was almost like a New Year's Eve because that's when everything uh, kicked in. And the, <laughs> if you think about it, what it had to do, the NCAA technically, if you look in their bylaws, they had to waive a bylaw. That bylaw, by the way, is 12.5.5, which is their amateurism rule. And you can go into, as the kids say, deep dive, but it's a little bit boring. But what happens was right at the stroke of midnight, they can start cashing in. Alabama freshman defensive back, 
Ja Quincy Kool-Aid McKinstry. He will initially become one of the highest profile athletes to enter in an agreement because they were already selling his NFT for $750. And this was from Skybox Sports. I'll get into this with uh, Sal Barry um, a little bit later about NFTs because he's Mr. Collectibles. And we've talked about, uh, even though it's a horrible word, fungible. We've talked about non-fungible tokens as almost a form of collective uh, cryptocurrency, this uh, authenticity for digital assets and such things. Um, Derek Thomas, 30 years old, played college basketball at Drexel in Philly. And when he was a senior in 2013, he created an online platform to help agents and athletes get together. And now he is running a lot of these uh, systems like Skybox to help guys like McKinstry. And if you wonder about McKinstry, it's not just, first of all, the name G.A. apostrophe Quincy, Jaquinsky McKinstry is already a cool name. Jaquincy McKinstry. But he's Jaquincy Kool-Aid McKinstry. He is the number one defensive back coming into college football. He has not played one snap for the Crimson Tide, and he's the number one ranked corner in college football. That's a little bit ridiculous when he's never played, but that's the kind of hype that he's getting. So for mere mortals, (laughs) they're not going to be able to cash in as fast. But... um, This guy I mentioned, Derek Thomas, when people were saying, well, what are you doing with the NFTs? He said, think of it as a ticket, but it's not a ticket. My God, you're killing me here. It's like when my my cousin who was working for Cisco Systems, and I'm like, what do you do? What do they do there? And he's like, you know how when you turn on your computer? I'm like, yeah, that's us. I'm like, what do you mean that's you? He's like, oh. You know when you make a call to someone on your cell phone? Yeah, that's us. You run the cell? He's like, oh. He's like, okay, Rick, we get it. I'm like, well, what? I go, look, I'm pretty good at computers. I really am. I, I won an award for computers. It's my only academic award. I'm pretty good with them. Just explain to me what you do. I already did. I, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Are you talking down to me? I go, you go to work every day. What do you do? You know how when you turn on your TV, that's us. I'm like, all right, never mind. <laughs> Just forget it. <laughs> but uh, McKinstry, his NFT was admission to an Alabama home game with Kool-Aid's personal tickets, which included a meet and greet after the game. Now, that doesn't sound like an NFT to me, but we'll see. I mean, this is all brand new. It's all brand new. Drew Butler... Uh, flew into New York uh, last night and um, from uh, Fresno State and uh, wanted to be there to sign his deal at 12.01. There's all sorts of things going on right now that we don't even know about, and I'll, I'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, we are in complete virgin territory. Speaking of Oklahoma and Spencer Radler, it's almost like the Sooners. And the, the whole country grew around Oklahoma, and it was the last dirty bowl of dust left in the middle of the state. And they said, on this day, go out there, and whoever gets there the soonest, you can have the land. And that's where the Sooners came from. And everybody got in their covered wagons and said, I want this patch of dust. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. It's important to choose your battles wisely. Starting a business and experiencing growing pains can be stressful. Focus on your most valuable assets and stay steady on the path to success. While you are still small, you don't have the time, resources, or influence to do everything at once. You need to be careful what you decide to go after and set achievable goals, especially when it comes to your marketing budget. Each small win will make the next one easier. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. I don't really know what that's about. But anyway, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces 
Radio Network. Uh, as I was just mentioning, uh, today is a, a new dawn at uh, 12.01 when we got to July 1st for uh, NIL. And uh, trying to sift through this as we all are right now, let's bring in a lawyer who uh, knows about this uh, type of thing. And it is uh, Adam uh, Arnoud. Is that how you pronounce your name, Adam? Arnott. Arnott. Very close. Almost there. All right. But I appreciate you having me on. I almost thought you'd go French like Arnoud, but Arnott. Are not. Yep, and that's always the first question I get, right? A O U T is the T silence. Are you French? But uh, nah. But uh, regardless, yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. And you're completely right. Really exciting times, and definitely changing times we've got going on here. Well, we've already had the Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz come out with a logo. We have Spencer Rattler from uh, Oklahoma come out with a logo. This stuff was ready to go almost like New Year's Eve, the strike of, of midnight. What are we going to see in these first few days as our heads are spinning now? Certainly. So, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, 1201 type of thing, right? So I'm sure players have been talking in the background, potentially working through potential deals that could have been put in place. However, obviously weren't allowed to actually ink anything until 1201 last night, right? So that's why we're seeing the sudden influx. I really think what we're going to see is aggressive brands that are willing to take the risk and position themselves as new sponsors in this space will dive in quickly and try and attack, you know, the high value guys, the premier players at each position of uh, D1 power five teams. Right. And then it might tail off a little bit, but again, we're going to have opportunities for everyone. So the big brands are going to go after the highest level players, right? But every player can monetize their social media and build their brand that way. So I do think we may see a tapering off, uh, in regards to the influx quickly of, you know, big deals for huge players. But I think that everyone, you know, constantly, we're only 12 hours into this, but this is going to be here to stay forever, right? So all players, no matter whether you're a starter, walk-on, or anything like that, will be able to continually monetize through social media and building their personal brand that way. And I know something that's a little bit odd, too, and this is something that I know that Mark Emmerich of the NCAA was panicked about, is that each state kind of had their own little twist on it and some of the states right. have not even recognized nil so there's almost like a, a, a waiver now so how do you get through those murky waters so the way that we ended up here right was california passed the first law with an effective date of 2023 a couple years ago florida said no we're not going to wait that long we're going to jump the gun and go effective date july 1st 2021 that essentially forced the ncaa's hand late yesterday for them to give the go-ahead for NIL monetization to athletes in all 50 states. Because essentially what was happening was before the NIL, before the NCAA, excuse me, late yesterday said that athletes in all 50 states were going to have these rights, it was only going to be athletes in 22 states that had passed laws that were effective July 1st today who would have been able to take advantage of that. Obviously, you can see the huge recruiting issues in terms of the disparity there in opportunities. So the NCA wasn't going to let that fly. And, of course, they ended up caving in their procrastination-esque manner, as they always do. Kick the can, kick the can, kick the can, not take action right. That's their M.O. And that's really what we saw here. Luckily, they caved because they needed to for an athlete equality perspective to ensure the rules are uniform across the country. But they did so with their back against the wall at the 11th hour. 
I see that you played uh, for the U. Was that Schnellenberger, Johnson, Erickson, Davis? No, I was actually under Coach Golden. I was a player from uh, 2014 to 2016, played center, was an offensive lineman. So, you know, obviously an issue very near and dear to my heart. I can speak from experience that, uh, you know, when I was playing, we were allowed to have bagels because that's a snack, but not bagels and cream cheese because that's a meal, (laughs) right? And it was literally dealing with the minutia, you know, down to things like that where you take a step back and you're like, what are we doing here? Like the product on the field is generating billions of dollars a year for these universities and for the NCAA under licensing deals for TV rights. Yet there is a distinction as to whether or not I could have the bagel with cream cheese because that's considered being provided a meal versus just the bagel because that's a snack. I mean, this is ridiculous, right? And now we're here and we're on the radio discussing athletes legitimately cashing in on their personal brand. For example, we have like right here in Miami, quarterback Garrett King signed four deals already Mm. to the tune of, you know, over $20,000 a deal. So he's really taking advantage of that right off the bat. And you're going to see that, you know, universally around the country, really, because this is just an opportunity that's been needed for so long that's been so deprived. You know, Al Golden is younger than me, so I think that you, you're pretty young. You're already, uh, you're already crushing it, huh? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I do appreciate it, yeah. Definitely young in age, but certainly not in experience. Um, I'm only 25, but, you know, I've had experience in the legal departments of the Miami Dolphins, Ultra Music Festival, Legends Hospitality. So I've certainly worked with some big brands. Um, you know, right now I own my own practice. Uh, you can find me at aae.law on Instagram. My practice is called Arnot Athletics and Entertainment. And, you know, I really found a need for athletes to receive advising from attorneys in this space, right? There's not a lot of attorneys that are experts on the intellectual property side who can also look at an athlete and say, hey, I get the grind that you're going through. I can relate to this. I've been in your shoes, and I understand the predatory nature of, you know, some agents coming after you. And I'm trying to flip that on its head and say, hey, I'm someone that was, excuse me, in your shoes. I protected the quarterback as an O-lineman in college, right? Now let me help you protect your intellectual property and build your brand. Because ultimately that's what we need to be wary of, is I don't want to see a scenario where an athlete gets screwed over uh, due to a sponsorship exclusivity carve-out or something like that where their intellectual property is diluted or tampered with simply because they didn't go to an outside attorney to review their sponsorship deal, or they just rushed into it because they were maybe blinded by the dollar sign. I certainly don't want to see that happen, and really that's where I see my space being provided. A couple more questions for attorney Adam Arnott. So you tell your clients, look, on my pre-snap read, I'll tell you who's blitzing, who's stunting, I got you. Exactly, and that's really what I'm supposed to do is sort of digest the deals that are coming through to clients and analyze, hey, first of all, is this the right opportunity for you from a branding and marketing perspective, right? Because not all deals are good deals. If you're going to build up your personal brand, you have to ensure that there's a synergy between you and the sponsor because you could end up diluting your brand with the wrong sponsors, right? So that's a concern. Secondly, obviously doing a lot of work on the intellectual property side. As you mentioned, Graham Mertz trademarking his logo. I saw he formed an LLC. I've been doing a lot of work forming corporate entities for athletes as they look to monetize their brand, right? And that's what you need to be doing. You have to really think of this as transforming your brand 
into a small business, and it needs to be run like a small business. It needs to be corporately codified as a legal entity. It needs to have a business bank account, right? They really have to siphon that off and ensure that they're not mixing this up with their, you know, personal finances and things like that, because there's legal and also, you know, tax and financial implications there with an influx of money from sponsorships as well. You know, I was just thinking about, I mean, I played D2 football in the 80s, and I didn't play on TV. I didn't play in a bowl game, but I found it hard to, you know, go to practice each and every day, get all my classes done, do my finals. So now you introduce this, and as you said, it's like running a small business, which can be a 24-7 thing. So how are these athletes now going to be able, they're going to have to hire a staff, they're going to have to have representation. How are they supposed to go to school when they're running a small business? You just nailed an excellent point, and the answer is we don't know yet. And it's going to be entirely dependent, in my opinion, on the team that the athlete builds out, right? So if the athlete can put together a solid team with a business manager, an attorney, a financial advisor, right, put those pieces in place to where they're not being constantly bombarded with the work that's necessary to upkeep a personal brand, those athletes are going to be much more likely to succeed because then they can focus on what they're actually there to do, which is win a national championship, right? So my job is to remove that aspect of it so that they have peace of mind knowing that their IP is protected, knowing that their sponsorships are done the right way so that they can go into the weight room or to the field and not have to worry about, as you said, running a small business, essentially, because that's certainly a worry. I mean, I remember from my perspective, I had no time really to do anything outside of football in school. That takes up all your time. So to try and add building up a personal brand as a legal entity on the side, I mean, sheesh, that's not an easy task. No. And the other thing is, you know, we already had NCAA compliance officers, which, you know, will measure how many texts a coach will send a recruit. I mean, you know, how many free tickets he gives to a recruit. So now let's say Coca-Cola approaches Spencer Radler and said, hey, we want to put you on a can and we're going to give you 500K. Do they have to go through the school? Do they have to go through the NCAA? Do they just go directly to the kid? How does that work? So I will preface this that all of those rules are, again, state by state, right? So states that have NIL laws enacted, that is the governing law. The NCAA's recommendation for states that do not have an NIL policy is that the schools themselves create a policy. So it is piecemeal in that sense where in Florida we have an NIL law here, right? So we're following that law. Certain schools here in Florida are requiring us to upload proof of any deal to the compliance department through Open Doors, which is one of the apps that a number of schools are using. And it's basically like a streamlined portal where the athlete can upload a picture of their contract and disclose the deal terms to the compliance department just to make sure that everything is above the water, right? And that is generally going to be the case with pretty much every school that I've come across so far. I don't think I've seen any schools that are saying, no, you just do your own thing and we're not going to screen any of them at all. Uh, it's definitely going to involve some oversight from the compliance departments, and I think the apps like Open Doors and Influencer, those are two of the big ones, those are going to be heavily involved in the uploading of information to get those deal terms to compliance departments. All right, well, we just have about a minute, and I was thinking, you know, when it comes to this type of stuff and NFTs, I was thinking they would probably need a guy, not my age, but your age, who understands this stuff so much better, and it sounds like you got your... Uh, 
your head screwed on straight here. So someone's listening right now, and let's say they're going to Cal or Stanford, whatever, they want to contact you, how do they get a hold of you? Absolutely. You can contact me at adam at aaelaw.co.co, or you can find me on Instagram at aae.law. Again, the firm name is Arnott Athletic and Entertainment. I played football at UM, and I can certainly relate to the experiences that you guys are going through as a student-athlete, and I'm happy to give you a consultation to really break down where the intellectual property issues lie. And at the end of the day, make sure that the athlete's protected, because we've spent so long getting to this point where we can give the athletes these rights. Let's not mess it up by being non-compliant with the state law or accidentally giving away too much intellectual property if you're an athlete and mess it up that way. Adam Arnott, Esquire, thanks for your time and your insights, man. Let's catch up down the road. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show, Rick, and I'm sure I'll be back soon, hopefully. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBiolent. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. She must have met 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? <laughs> I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, welcome back to the show. We still got another couple hours to go. Sal Barry and Jeff Spring in the next hour. I can't say spring. And then uh, also Hannah Burner will join us in the second hour. And uh, we'll have open lines all the way through the third. How about that Adam Arnott? You know, it's funny. I have this uh, lawyer on, an expert in NIL. And then he says he played for Al Golden in 2014. What? He's 25 years old. Hey, man, if you're good, you're good, right? If you're a, uh, uh, you know, professional, we, we got 19 and 20-year-olds playing Major League Baseball. I think what's funny, too, is that, like, at um, in the military in World War II, a lot of the medics were in their mid-20s, and they had nicknames like Gramps because they thought they were so old because they were 25, and 26. So, uh, and that, he, pro- he had a great radio personality too. He wasn't only, see in uh, Article 5, uh, period dot 3, the tort said, heretofore notwithstanding. Anyway, he was pretty good. All right, we'll take a quick hard news break. Come on back for two more hours, y'all.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. House Democrats Thursday approved a $715 billion partisan infrastructure bill. The significant difference between the chambers is that the Senate bill has provisions to help cover the cost of their framework. The House is leaving out those details for another time. China's rise is a historical inevitability, and it will no longer be bullied, oppressed, or subjugated by foreign countries. Its leader Xi said Thursday during an event commemorating the 100th anniversary of the Chinese Communist Party. Xi said foreign countries that bully China will meet a great wall of steel, end quote. Oregon Governor Kate Brown invoked the Emergency Conflagration Act on Wednesday, allowing the state fire marshal to contribute firefighters and other resources to combat a fire that has grown to 10,000 acres. The fire broke out near Defer, Oregon, Tuesday evening. Defer is just over 100 miles east of Portland. USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alaroot Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. As America is unsure how President Biden's open border policy will play out, some states are not waiting for the fallout. Dan Rocky explains. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is dispatching 50 members of her state's National Guard to the southern border to help deal with the illegal immigration crisis. The president of the Border Patrol Union says they always welcome any Guard personnel that come to the border. Brandon Judd tells Fox News how Guard troops can help Border Patrol agents in their mission. Well, they serve as our eyes. Oftentimes, we're, uh, Border Patrol agents are stuck in fixed locations where they're watching cameras cameras or they're on scope trucks and when we're in those locations we can't actually be out apprehending people so the national guard comes in and they serve as our eyes um they report directly to the border patrol they radio in any traffic that they see and then we're able to direct our agents to those locations where the illegal activity is taking place and it's extremely effective it allows us to put more of our manpower in the field so we always welcome as many national guardsmen as we can possibly get usa radio news Friends, Mike Lindell's My Pillow, My Slippers make my feet bill feel better than they have in about 20 years. My Pillow proprietary foam, memory foam, patented impact gel, indoor outdoor soles. You won't want to take them off, or Mike Lindell will give you your money back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, or call 1 800 951 8175 and save 40% using my promo code USA. America is remembering one of our great leaders. Tim Burke from the Phoenix, USA. Radio News Bureau has more. Former Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld has died. Rumsfeld, surrounded by his family, died in New Mexico at the age of 88. 
Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton reflects on the legacy of the former defense secretary on Fox News. And Don Rumsfeld, even when he was in the business world, he remained engaged. He sat on public commissions uh, and he rang the alarm on a lot of matters. He was talking about the importance of missile defense as well in those days. So both times when he became secretary of defense, he took charge of a military that needed to begin to update and modernize. President Trump visited the unfinished border wall yesterday and saw the crisis firsthand, saying the country is sick right now. Included in the entourage, Louisiana Congressman Republican Mike Johnson on Fox News had this to say. The Biden administration's border policies have created a crisis that is a threat to every single American. And the thing that stood out to us the most is, is really the human tragedy of it all. We, we saw droves of migrants coming over. We stayed there late into the night after one o'clock in the morning. Groups come across 24 hours a day, particularly at night because they think they'll be undetected. There, there are unaccompanied minors. There are children abandoned literally by the cartels there. And, and the scope of this humanitarian crisis is something that I think should alarm every single person in this country. And of course, in addition to the safety and security measures that, that every American ought to be concerned about. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. <clears throat> Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Another two hours to go. Hour three wide open. This hour, jam-packed. Sal Barry from PuckJunk.com will come on and talk a little hockey and collectibles. Stanley Cup Finals, not that great so far. Sorry. Jeff Spring, Disc Golf Pro Tour, and Hannah Burner, former NCAA tennis star, reality show, stand-up comedian. She's at... Philly Helium this weekend. We'll talk to her and get her comic styling, as we like to say. The Pioneer League, a league that uh, did survive the big cuts, but, of course, no longer affiliated ball. So it's an indie league, but it's an indie league that's an MLB partner league, which is a league that they don't want anybody over the age of 26. They don't want it to be an indie league for Rich Hill and Scott Kazmer and Ken Seiko and people like that. They want it to be an indie league with guys who still have a chance to get into affiliated ball. And so they initiated something before the season began. 
and that is to have a little home run derby instead of extra innings. And so far, they've done it eight times this year. If you follow the Pioneer League at all, there's not a lot of pitching. These games are four hours long. They go, usually the final score is something like 16 to 14. But uh, it's very exciting. I watched one of these um, knockout home run rounds. And you get 10 pitches or five swings. Whatever comes first, you're done. And you have your own guy pitch to you, your pitching coach, whatever, your manager, your teammate. And if he doesn't give you good ones and 10 pitches, you're out. And so uh, it's, it's much, much, much more exciting than extra innings. It really is. I wish MLB would do it instead of putting a guy on second base. Uh, but I get it. It's not for everyone, but I think it's super exciting. And it doesn't take forever like All-Star Game home run derbies. Ten pitches and five swings. Let's go. No one got it? Okay, go to the next guy. All right, uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out on AFN to the American Forces Network. Troops out there, you're doing a great job. Proud of you. Come home soon. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. All right, we have goat yoga lattes coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go away? At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you... Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right 
right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just That's 800-399-3691. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's always great to catch up with our friend Sal Barry over there at puckjunk.com, a guy who knows more about hockey than I do and also about the collectible world as well. Let's start off with the Stanley Cup Finals. The, uh, the, the finals will go to Canada for the first time uh, since 1993, but uh, Montreal, when they host Tampa Bay, will win a, a 2-0 hole. There have been some very exciting moments in these playoffs. The, uh, the Habs are uh, such a hot team, but uh, so far kind of a snoozer, kind of a yawner to the impartial fan like myself. Uh, I mean, this would be really lame if it was a sweep. So do we have any hope that Les Habitants will bounce back, Sal? Well, Rick, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Uh, there's too much parity in the league now. Teams are, even the bad teams still have good players and there's enough balance that you really don't see teams go out and forward like they used to in like the 70s or 80s and 90s where it seemed like a team would show up just to get beat by the Canadians in four or the Penguins in four, whomever in four. So I originally said that it was going to go to six games. I still feel like that could happen. Of course, after dropping the first two games, I don't think Montreal will maybe push it to six, but I they're definitely going to win one at home. I mean, it, they, they they got that far for a reason, although they are the biggest surprise in the playoffs. I mean, they were the 18th best team in the league overall, and here they are in the finals. And I guess that, again, shows just a little bit about how maybe two balanced uh, teams are. But then again, it was kind of boring to see teams go out in four back in the day. The Seattle Kraken have their uh, head coach. It's Dave Hackstall. Ron Francis, the GM, uh, just uh, announced that uh, last week. And uh, this is a guy, of course, who was behind the bench with the Flyers, and he did okay there. And then a couple years ago after he left, um, Mike Babcock brought him in to uh, help in uh, Toronto. Um, Is there anything one way or another that the needle points up and down for you for this guy? Because uh, to me, he's... Just a guy getting a second chance. What should we know about him? Well, uh, I think a lot of people were surprised. I mean, he wasn't even considered a front runner by many fans, many insiders, you know, people who kind of were maybe paying a little bit more attention to it. Like, you know, who's going to be their first coach? Oh, this is going to be such a big deal, a historic moment, whatever. I'll tell you why it's an interesting hire. Because, like you said, he is relatively inexperienced compared to other NHL head coaches who were available or on the market or maybe had a contract expiring. I mean, could the Kraken have gotten a coach with more experience? Absolutely. 
what's interesting about this is that he's not a first-time NHL head coach, but it's like he has some experience already coaching at the NHL level. And I think the message that that sends is, look, we're a new team. We're going to be growing, and we want you to grow with us instead of bringing in a guy with, like, 20 years of experience. Connor McDavid won his second heart uh, four years after his first course that's mvp of the league and um you know led the league in points it's not a surprise i think the surprise is that it was unanimous the only other unanimous uh vote getter of course was the great one uh same team edmonton uh are you surprised there wasn't a first place vote given to mckinnon or matthews here no because i think that uh mcdavid i don't want to say he means more to his team but i think he's he's a much brighter spot on a much bleaker team, if that makes sense. Whereas I feel like because the Avalanche are a better team and they have more heavy hitters that maybe McKinnon doesn't stand out as much. Um, although he does stand out, of course. Um, but I think maybe McDavid does more with less around him. You know, another thing too is not only did he win the heart, he also won the Lindsay, which is also a most valuable player award, but it's voted by his peers. Mm-hmm. So he was, his peers also voted him as the best in the league, which is awesome. I mean, that's got to be an even bigger honor. It's one thing if a bunch of sports writers say, hey, this is who we think the greatest uh, player is. And, of course, that's an honor. But when your own peers pick you for that, that's an honor, too. I just heard a creaky door as someone sneaking up on you, so. That was me shutting my creaky door, and I didn't know it was going to creak. So I just made a radio faux pas, and I no. apologize for my creaky door. No, the faux pas is me pointing it out. Um, the Vezina went to Marc-Andre Fleury, beating out Grubauer and Vasilevsky. And uh, this guy, I-, I always thought, if you start for Canada in the Olympics, you got something going on. And yet he was exposed in an expansion draft. So at his age, to leave... Uh, as I said, to have a career high in save percentage and a goal against under two. Um, it's it's really a great story. Usually when you get exposed in an expansion draft, you're not pulling in one of these trophies. Well, but the thing about Fleury is that the way he was exposed in that uh, expansion draft was a very unusual circumstance because teams can only protect one goalie. Mm-hmm. The Penguins had two good goalies at the time, two great goalies at the time, and they could have moved Fleury. Uh, at the trade deadline to another team that would have protected him and maybe kept him, you know, uh, kept him on their roster and exposed a different goalie. Um, but Fleury wanted to stay with the Penguins, and he knew that he was going to be the goalie that would be exposed in the expansion draft. But at the same time, he also knew that the team had a, you know, legitimate chance at winning back-to-back cups, which they did. So he stayed on the team. He won a second cup with them, and then he moved on and became kind of like the face of the franchise. I mean, the, the really only, I don't say the only well-known player on the, the Knights, but I mean, their marquee player for that, uh, you know, well, at least until they started playing, and then you saw who the breakout stars were. I mean, it gave them instantaneous star power and credibility. Yeah, Vegas, I mean, they got Marsha so in that draft. They kind of hit the ground running there. A couple more questions for Sal Barry. The National Sports Collectors Convention coming up in Chicago at the end of this month. And I was just thinking about today with all the NILs that the college kids can have their NFTs. Uh, we might be seeing some new weird stuff this year, huh? Uh, yeah, but I don't think we're going to necessarily see college players signing autographs at this national, if, if that's what you mean. Uh, as far as weird stuff that we'll see at the national, we're going to see a lot of people who are just getting into the hobby. 
and maybe people who are becoming reacquainted with the hobby after uh, giving up on it, or I don't say giving up on it, growing out of it, um, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Uh, so, I mean, we're going to have a lot of like people who've never gone to a baseball card show before, let alone the biggest one in the world. And a lot of people who are, uh, you know, maybe collected in the 80s and 90s and then stopped for many years. And then when they were forced to stay home with the pandemic, they were like, well, I guess I'll look through my baseball cards because I got nothing else to do. And then, you know, they get back into it, started buying cards again. And then all of a sudden we're seeing crazy prices, uh, especially on cards that were considered junk from like the late 80s to mid 90s. They called that the junk wax era. Uh, somewhat disparagingly because the cards were overproduced so much that they don't have a lot of value. And yet the value for those cards shot up. I got 30 seconds. Um, I'm setting you loose in that convention. And I tell you, Sal, you got five minutes. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go buy hockey cards. Cause that's what I collect. Uh, I'm going to go try to find some dealers that specialize in hockey and uh, buy some vintage hockey from the 60s and early 70s because those are the sets I'm currently building. Sal Barry, follow him on Twitter at PuckJunk. Go to PuckJunk.com. He's got some uh, merch there as well. Sal, good to hear you, my man. Thanks for coming on. Let's catch up down the road. Thanks. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Let's take a quick break. We'll come on back on the other side with Jeff Spring. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, uh, fantastic. Uh, we're waiting on a guest. If he calls up, we'll throw him on the air. Uh, Twitch.tv is uh, going as well. If you want to uh, check me out so hot on the Twitch, just go to Twitch.tv or use the Twitch app and look for Sports Byline. And there I am. And... Um, now I remember what I wanted to tell my boss yesterday. The audio looks like it's working now. The last two days, the audio was at the same level the entire time, like it was bars and tone. Then people were tuning in and just hearing, Ooh. like, Rick, we didn't notice the difference. Oh, <clears throat> that hurts. Ouch. Um, I'll get into the hoop and the Phoenix Suns in the third hour because I got a lot to say about that. Um, but we did, uh, find out last week that, uh, Shoei Otane will be in the, uh, all-star game, um, as the, uh, this, the DH for the American league. Um, I mean, that's just his votes are, he has more than a million votes more <laughs> than JD Martinez or Jordan Alvarez. Um, but the the th- and he'll be in the home run derby as well, and it's it's a weird thing to receive twice as many votes as the number two guy. I mean, it it can happen. But what about on the mound? And the pitching workload pales in comparison to other. I mean, if you look at Zach Granke, who has pitched 103 innings, Shohei Otani has pitched 59 and a third. But if you look at a 2.58 with a 33% strikeout rate, that's not going to look out of place at an all-star game. We have never seen anything like Otani before. Uh, unless you're old enough to remember Babe Ruth, we've never seen this before. We might not ever see it again. We might not even see this from Otani 
either. He might not have another year like this. But to be leading the uh, all of baseball in home runs and be a top-tier ace. So if you're into WAR, which I'm not, but it's a full 5.6 right now. That's a whole point better than anyone else in baseball. So if you think about this is a once-in-a-lifetime season, not just for him but for all of us, I think MLB should do everything in its power to have Otani pitch and hit in the All-Star game. And you'd say, yeah, why not? Well, there's a rule against that. What? Well, remember, official rules, the AL would have to forfeit the DH if Otani starts the game as a pit, excuse me, as a pitcher and hits for himself, or if Otani starts at DH and then moves to the mound, because then the AL would have to have a pitcher spot in the lineup. But to me, that's not a big deal because you have such a huge roster that every time the pitcher spot came around, that would just give an extra spot for a guy to hit. One of the things that drove me crazy and then I found out why and didn't feel as bad. It was kind of sad. I'll tell you what it was. When Jose Canseco went to the All-Star game as a rookie, I was remember the A's had gone through some dark days there. Jackie Moore and uh, Boris as a manager, some of these guys. Canseco was a rookie, and he was on deck in the ninth inning when Jeffy, Jesse Barfield of Toronto was getting his fifth at bat. He struck out. The game ended. Canseco never played in that first All-Star game. And I was livid. It was 1986. I was livid with Dick Hauser, the manager of the Royals. They were World Series champs, so he was the manager of the American League to give Jesse Barfield his fifth at bat and not let Canseco hit for him. It was another outfielder. Dick Hauser died of a brain tumor not too long after that. So I thought, all right, well, maybe something was going on in his head. Nowadays, that would never happen. It just would never happen. It shouldn't have happened then in 86. So there are plenty of guys. Now, you always, because of the whole extra inning, remember the whole thing where Bud Selig said, tie, and everyone's like, what? Now you have starters. You know, you got to call the manager. Is it okay if I pitch him more than an inning? It used to be if you were the starting pitcher of an all-star game, you would pitch usually the first five innings. Now, if he pitches three innings, people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, there's no way to qualify for a win unless it's some kind of bizarre scorer's decision. There's no way you can get through five now as a starting pitcher. Careful with his arm there. All that stuff. So anyway, I think that's what people would like to see, and I think that could easily be accomplished. All right, uh, it's now time to uh, bring in our guest, Jeff Spring. He is the CEO of the Disc Golf Pro Tour, which is the largest professional disc golf tour in the world, the most elite disc athletes on the planet as well. And uh, UDisc just published their Disc Golf Growth Report, uh, utilizing statistical analysis done at BYU. Uh Jeff, thanks for being on the show. Um, it's in, it's interesting, a statistical analysis. What what are some of the findings that you've had from BYU, and how does that relate to your sport as it grows? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. 
um, yeah, UDISC is a, is a great partner of ours, and, and they're putting a lot of work into the stats and trying to quantify the fantastic growth that we've seen in the sport. But the bottom line is that we've seen about a tripling of uh, disc golf players, sales of uh, discs and related products over the last uh, year, uh, and that's just pushing the sport into a uh, new stratosphere in terms of attention uh, throughout social media and national media as well. And um, it's uh, about time because a lot of people are seeing what incredible athletes that we have at the professional level. Um, and recreationally, people are starting to play and, and understand how accessible and fun and environmentally friendly the game is. Yeah, and, and uh, there's courses all over the country as well, I've seen as well. Um, but, you know, it's funny. When you go to uh, a sporting goods store now, you can buy a three-pack and it'll be a, a Frisbee that's your driver or fairway Frisbee. Then there's one that's kind of like your irons and another one that's kind of like a, a putter. Is that specialization, is that good for the sport as it grows? Or, or is uh, what do you think of that specialization? Yeah, I mean, that's been around for 40 years. So uh, I'm glad that people are getting to understand that, um, you know, there are all different types of, of discs to play with. And the average disc golfer probably carries anyway, anywhere between 12 and 15, with professionals probably 18 to 25 um, when they're competing. Um, and just like golf, you know, you need different discs for different purposes. Um, for, for putting, uh, the discs are formatted, you know, for slower speeds, more accurate. Um, but for driving, bigger rims, a lot more torque resistant, and, and players can throw up to 600 feet accurately at the professional level. These discs have different levels of stability, which allows them to, you know, turn the disc to the right or to the left, or even um, two curves in one shot, which is called an Anheuser, where you're turning it to the right and it fades back left. So it's incredible what you can do with a wide variety of discs in your bag, and certainly a putter, a mid-range, and a, and a fairway driver where you want to start. Um, I think when people think about throwing a Frisbee, if you can throw a Frisbee, you can play disc golf and have a lot of fun. Um, you can even start with a Frisbee. So it's it's so accessible at the uh, at the beginner levels, but as soon as you start understanding that you can throw discs further and more accurately, people get hooked. And uh, these discs are are going like hotcakes. Really, you know, the, they can't make our manufacturing partners at the top level sport. They cannot make enough discs right now. They can't. They've all scaled up, double, tripled their production capacities. Um, and you know, the, the collectible market is huge. We're seeing discs go from five hundred to a thousand dollars. Because unlike like a golf ball, they can be stamped with art, um, special tour series discs, and so on. So, um, you know, from the very roots of beginning, beginners all the way to, you know, the high-end collectibles, there's something for everybody. And uh, last question for you. The Disc Golf Network launched really right before the pandemic, and normally you would say, oh, that's too bad. But, I mean, in a way, this was one sport outside, kind of away, socially distanced. You guys were still able to play through it, right? Absolutely, yeah. We did suspend the tour for a couple months, but we got the Disc Golf Network up and up and running. We work with a lot of different media partners that help produce great content and really show the sport for free online on YouTube. We know we're in the YouTube, you know, kind of revolution in terms of national media. A lot of viewership goes online for free, but we were able to quantify um, what people want to see in terms of live disc golf, which is. Where, what the content's about on the Disc Golf Network. So we've invested heavily. We're able to launch live streaming content through our OTT subscription service, only $9.99 a month or $4.99 if you're a PDGA member, which is one of our partner organizations. 
and yeah, it took off. We uh, saw double the yearly projection of subscribers before the pandemic hit last year. And when we came back online, uh, you know, probably about June last year, kind of in the, when the pandemic was slowing down, we put a, a lot of safety protocols in place. We were able to see a huge spike. We've grown up to about 30,000 subscribers now that are uh, part of the Disc Golf Network and, and excited about watching all the exclusive live content from the Disc Golf Pro Tour, which is like the PGA Tour, of the, if you're going to refer to golf as a good allegory here. And then the majors. You know, we, we also broadcast the majors live. We just broadcast the uh, PDGA Professional World Championship, which is the biggest major of the sport, kind of like the Masters in golf. And we saw almost 40,000 concurrent viewers all at the same time watching and uh, over 100,000 viewers, uh, individuals that watched when the broadcast started to the end. So those are getting up into like even national broadcast ratings. No doubt. We got to to run to the break. And uh, Jeff Springs, CEO of the Disc Golf Pro Tour, it's growing by leaps and bounds. Thanks for coming on, Jeff. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approach is the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. 
So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the Legal Helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. It doesn't really matter. I uh I don't like my job and uh I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, I love the comedians when they come in studio or we can get them on the old horn. And uh, we are very happy to have Hannah Burner with us now. She is at uh, Helium Philly. She's got uh, two shows tomorrow night and two shows on uh, Saturday as well. And uh, Hannah has a, a very interesting uh a background, a, a woman of uh, many talents. And uh, Hannah, starting off as a tennis player uh, with the Wisconsin Badgers, and uh, a great place to go to college. How did that all come together? Thanks for having me, Rick. Yeah, I, um, I was playing my whole life, and then I got recruited, and I hadn't really, I didn't even know where Wisconsin was on a map, to be honest. I'm kind of a <laughs> dumb New Yorker. And then I saw the school, and it was just like, the dream sports town, just beer flowing everywhere, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. State Street, and you know what? I feel like it has similar energy to Philly. Everyone's down to have a good time and just yell at their sports team. And you think about it, the the lake, the state capital, and all that. And yeah. it, interestingly enough, um, Mark Norman, one of my favorites, who's been in here, he says his two favorite clubs are Philium Hilly, Philium, 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 Philium. <laughs> I'll start a new club. Helium and Philly and Comedy on State. Those are his two favorites. I think it's the energy. I think it's the incredible passion people have for laughter. And also after the pandemic, I feel like everyone just wants to have fun. And it's terrible that places like Madtown, Madison, and Philly had to be quiet for a bit. But now I'm ready to light these places up. And Philly's my next stop. <laughs> No doubt. Today, by the way, the name image likeness thing went into effect for college athletes and the Badger quarterback, Graham Mertz, is making some Graham merch. He's like trademarked his his logo. If you were still there and you could have a an NFT, I know one tennis player, she she actually rented out her arm. You could tattoo something on it for five grand. What what would you be your non fungible thing if you had one, Hannah? Oh, my God, that's so wild. I've broken a lot of rackets in college because I'm also a passionate person. I'm mm-hmm. half Italian. Um, I would probably do something with my my broken rackets. Or um, yeah, I think I'm very proud of the college athletes because I remember I was good friends with this guy Mike Bruzewitz in college. He played basketball and he had this 
red afro and they started selling red afros and he was like selling out every game and at some point i was like i feel like you need a cut of this because this is wild (laughs) like so i'm happy that some of these kids um are there's a little more of a balance um and it's not just like the coach getting paid millions of dollars and the kids you know getting reamed out for not doing homework and stuff (laughs) i think it's also a pretty cool fallback is then when you break a racket you can just say hey i'm half italian (laughs) <laughs> that's what I do for everything. I'm like, I'm Sicilian. What? It's not my fault. It's generational anger. <laughs> Don't you love how, and I love Italy, but like everyone to the south of you is worthless as you go all the way down. And yet <laughs> people in Sicily are in the sun having coffee while people are in Milan are getting rained on. <laughs> exactly. Also, speaking of rain, I heard it's going to rain July 4th weekend, and I was really upset. But then I was like, oh, I could convince all the Philly people not to go to the Jersey Shore. And to come to comedy clubs. So this is a plus for us, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. And do you, I love Philly and I also, you know, I love Brooklyn. I stayed in Crown Heights for a while, actually. So what is it about Philly? They kind of feel like the little brother and they should be more famous because the country started (laughs) there. Do you kind of (laughs) feel, feel that sort of angst with New York sometimes? Well, I do feel like I'm actually from Brooklyn originally and Mm -hmm. But I do feel like Philly has the same kind of attitude where it's like no BS and they say how they feel and they want to have a good time. And um, there, there is definitely a connection, but definitely a little brother syndrome because possibly not as big. But um, I, I'm, I feel like Philly's in the family. And I, I also think I respect anyone who has like a crazy passion for their sports teams. And, you know, Philly's awesome. I've had a lot of friends move there because it's more affordable <laughs> to rent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Good for you. New York is insane with the rent, and Philly seems like as fun, but you don't burn your pocket all the time. Right. And I'm I'm from Oakland, but I work in San Francisco, and so they brought that same bridge and tunnel thing over here. So, like, you know, oh, if you're in New Jersey or you're in, like, Queen, Queens or, you know, like the Bronx, like, uh, bridge and tunnel. And, yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love Manhattan, but that gets kind of old, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm an out-of-borough girl. Manhattan gives me anxiety. Um, and Brooklyn is a little more community and every, every time I've been to Philly, it does have kind of that college town feel. And maybe that's why I feel pretty comfortable there. Like you never know when someone's going to break out into a fight because of like, um, <laughs> a bad call by the ref, you know? <laughs> sure. A couple more questions for Hannah Burner headlining Philly helium this weekend. Um, now many comedians have, have, have told me, um, you know, Sam Morell is just telling me about like, if you do a show on Williamsburg, Everyone is so hip, woke, whatever you want to call it. They're like, we acknowledge your joke, but we don't want to laugh. You know, it's, it's, it, it, do you kind of feel the little nose or chin in the air a little bit? So there is definitely like the club comics, they call it, and then like kind of the alt Brooklyn comics. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because a lot of the alt Brooklyn comics are people who moved from like the Midwest into Brooklyn. So it's weird as someone from Brooklyn for me to come and they'd be like, you're not Brooklyn enough. And I'm like, I am Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely like they consider it kind of higher brow or like intellectual comedy. But I'm like, everyone thinks farts are funny. So if you're not laughing at my fart jokes, like that's a new problem, not me. Yeah, the one, the people that bug me are the people, not so much from out of town, but the people who grew up with me, like in the Berkeley, Oakland area. They moved to San Francisco, and then they go, uh, the East Bay. I'm like, you're from there. <laughs> Shut up. 
I know it's like they're taking out their own inner self-hate onto you, but I do think once you become too cool, it's hard to laugh at yourself. So um, some a lot of hipsters are very cool, but it's important to stay self-aware to be a comic and to never, you know, put your nose too high. <laughs> no doubt. Now, uh, Hannah, you have uh, two podcasts, Giggly Squad and burning in hell and i think i was already into comedy podcasts but i think during the pandemic they really started to explode one because we had a lot more free time and two because you guys had a lot more free time and you (laughs) you, you had to do something yep i I was supposed to be touring my last show was in san francisco march 9th when my mom called me and said the nba is canceled and i was like oh god then my tour is most likely going to be canceled (laughs) so i just went i was doing instagram lives i was podcasting but i also think yeah, my one podcast, Burning in Hell, is speaking to people who you look up to about their demons, what keeps them up at night, and I think you, everyone felt really alone, so being able to listen to podcasts and hear other people being as um, stressed out as you kind of made you feel a little happier. I think it's interesting that you know, you're know you an advocate for mental health. You talk about dealing with your demons, so somebody could go to your website and see you dressed as the devil on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do I do think um, love and hate are very close emotions, and I do think kind of making fun of our demons is, overall, is the comedy pod, so, like, we'll laugh about the darkest stuff, but I think as long as you're not keeping stuff in and it gets bigger inside you as a secret, it's more important to talk about it and even just realize that you're not alone in a lot of the, a lot of the stuff, and I try to just make fun of my demons as much as possible. <laughs> So I think when it comes to tennis, uh, I've had Michael Costa in a few times. And oh, yeah, a good friend of mine. Yeah, so he was a tennis star. Um, how do you transition from that to, and I, and I know you've done so much with reality TV and, and on the Internet too, but uh, to get up on there on stage because, the, you know, stand-up comedy, that's, the, that's, that's harder than anything. Yeah, so there's a weird connection between stand-up and tennis where tennis is one of those, with sports where you're alone out there, you're not allowed to be coached, you can't call time out, you can't pass the ball when you feel uncomfortable, and stand-up is kind of similar. You can't just be like, line or like, cut. Um, you're just out there with your own thoughts, and there's a lot of variables to it. It's not just like ice skating where you perform. Um, stand-up, you see how the crowd is. Are they really drunk? Are they feeling awkward? Is there a heckler? Or tennis, the girl could have an amazing backhand that you weren't anticipating. So I felt kind of at home on stage, um, Tennis, I've dealt with insane kind of, you know, mental drama of, you know, deuce against Duke, second serve, five all in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, so stand-up, I almost find a freedom with it because even if the joke doesn't land, you can kind of joke about it after, and then you don't walk off being like, you lost. It's more like, oh, that crowd was stupid, and then you go on to the next one. <laughs> right. I mean, if it's uh, sometimes you double fault, but if somebody calls you for a foot fault, then... Then it's a different thing, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But I do think that overall stand-up is extremely crazy and difficult, but there's certain people that for whatever reason will come on stage, um, and I'm working on that with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of merch, I mean, you can get a pillow with one of your tweets on it. I mean, how, <laughs> how how's the merch moving? It's doing well. I mean, I think my tweets everyone was sharing it so i was like instead of just sharing it to your friend why don't you just sit on that on your couch um but yeah i'm always trying to provide different ways for people to laugh and feel connected um but now that we're not in quarantine the best way to be connected is like actually physically going places so i'm excited to 
be back in the flesh, as they say. Last question for you. I know it, it's hard to, you know, get a tight 15 and then you got to expand it to 45 and maybe get it to an hour. And it's hard to uh, run that when you're just doing Zooms or outside shows. So to, to get a new set in this time, how hard was it? Well, I first had to remember all my old jokes, but conveniently <laughs> during quarantine, I got engaged. Oh. So I kind of, a lot of my set was like, why I'm single, is it me, is it them, is it mm-hmm. society, is it Disney? And then now I got to, <laughs> I don't know everything just because I have a ring now, even though people think I do, but I got to add a lot of new stuff about quarantine and like finding love during quarantine and then my anxieties about not knowing this man outside of the pandemic. <laughs> so kind of life added the new um, content for me during that time. But yeah, I've just been grinding every night, working on new jokes and then trying it out. And I've kind of developed a good story now of before and now where I am now. Yeah, you have to see what he looks like without the mask. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh, feel free to throw that in. Hannah Burner, stand-up comedian. Uh, go to uh, heliumcomedy.com for your tickets. She's in Philly. Uh, the show, Two shows on uh, Friday tomorrow and uh, two shows on Saturday. Hannah, when you're back in San Francisco, you do Cobbs with a Punchline. We, we'd love to have you in studio. Would love to come. Thanks so much, Rick. All right. Congratulations on your engagement, too. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Violent. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time.
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800 215 6812 That's 800-493-6118. I'm sorry, it's it's the pleats. It's it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. It's not flattering in the the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. Oh, the majesty is so majestic. You know, earlier this hour we were talking with Sal Berry and we were talking about the the Hart Trophy and also the Ted Lindsay Award, both going to Connor McDavid. And it's a nice little touch that, and it's vestigial really when you think about how this is still hanging around in hockey with these names because, you know, when I first started following hockey, and especially when the Sharks came in, you still had the Campbell and the Norris and the Smythe, and you're like, what? And it was confusing at first, but then once you got the hang of it, you knew it was going on. Then we went north, east, south, uh. But they could have most improved, best goalie, most valuable player, and they don't. They have the Hart, they have the Vezina, they have the Norris, they have the Calder, they have the Lady Bing, the Art Ross. The Art Ross, by the way, goes to the point leader. And uh, once again, uh, Connor McDavid uh, got that. So he really swept with three awards, and he now has three Art Ross trophies. Uh, only uh, Crosby and Malkin, both with the pens, uh, they have two. But uh, the Norris is always a huge thing, and I was always waiting for... Uh, Burns to get it with the Sharks, but uh, it went to Adam Fox of the Rangers, and uh, it's just basically the the best blue line. Uh, the Calder is the Rookie of the Year. It's the Calder Memorial Trophy that went Kirill Kapasov with the Minnesota Wild, and he got ninety nine 
out of 100 first-place votes. It didn't say who got the other one, but uh, almost uh, unanimous. Now, if that was a New York Ranger or a New York Islander, that guy would have, or an, even a New Jersey Devil, he would have been hunted down by the press. <laughs> and and said that. Uh, also, there have been new, uh, really bawdry, tawdry details in the Trevor Bauer thing. Uh, I'm not getting into that. You can read about that. I, I already touched on a little bit, and now we're finding out about some really twisted stuff. Uh, I ain't going to talk about it, but you can look it up. We have another hour left. It's all open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back.